Hey, it's Bill Simmons. Today's episode of Channel 33 is brought to you by SeatGeek, the presenting sponsor for my podcast, as well as the only fan-friendly app for buying and selling tickets for sports and music. With just two taps on your phone, you can instantly buy SeatGeek tickets to an event, and you can enter that event just using your phone. No paper tickets. Drop your old ticket app. Use one that's built for 2016. Download the free SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Julia Libman. Today I have a special guest, Pete Skeletar. Welcome. Hello there. You were used to work on The Bachelor. I did for many, many years. Formerly a producer. How many years? Uh, well, that's like eight and a half Jeez. years, but so, sort of 12. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you still are a producer. I said formerly a producer, just not on The Bachelor and, anymore. Now you're out in the wild. You're on your own journey, one might say. Exactly. But you're still watching the show? Of course. Is it weird to watch it? Uh, it's a, I mean, it's a little weird, but it's Nick and like, I'll do right. anything for Nick. You know, Nick. Okay. So you yeah. like Nick. This I is great. Nick. What's the best thing about Nick? <clears throat> well, I mean, there's a lot of great things about Nick. I, Nick just has a presence. Like mm-hmm. I didn't realize I used to really not think much of him. Me, me neither. I called him Normcore Nick for a long time. Yeah. And so even like before he was on the show, it was kind of like, I don't know about this guy. And he wouldn't send me a shirtless photo, <laughs> which he we, we always talk about because like first time I reached out, like he was at the gym and we're like texting and it was kind of weird, like broing out with a dude I don't know at the gym. Like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, send me a shirtless <laughs> pic from the gym. Uh, but then, yeah, but then when you like when you're with him in his presence, like he's he has a presence. Yeah, he does. He he's very charismatic. It's weird, actually. I, I don't he's know. Hot. I don't find I don't find him hot. I'm one of the few women who don't find him hot. Even when you're next to him? Like I know he's objectively hot, but he's just not my one. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Something about him is just not not for me. I don't know. I think he's got like good style. He's hot. Yeah, Carrie, who was on last week, also said he has good style. And I don't know. Like I don't think he does. Like as Norm Pornick, when he first came before before he was like styled by Hollywood because he moved here, he just dressed like a guy who went to the gap, which is cool. And like J. Crew. But like, is that good style? No, but he made the best of it. You know, that's that's pretty good for a dude from Milwaukee. That's true. No shortage of Milwaukee references on this show, by the way. Yeah. I feel like if you follow Nick on social media, you know that he lives in L.A. But they, but for whatever reason, he's still repping hard for Milwaukee. I mean, I rep for New York, but it's different. I don't know. I just feel like Nick is. Um, he's really like he was really happy that Rachel last week went to Marquette, and then Danielle this week was also from Wisconsin or something. Yeah, it's like it's Midwest pride. Sure. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from New York. Oh, okay. So you don't have Midwest pride. No. I, well, I do now. My wife is from Indiana. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So we rep Midwest. That's where Ben's from, Indiana. <clears throat> exactly. Wonderful Ben. Um, okay. I want to talk about this week's episode. Yes. I'm excited you're here. Um, let's begin with the hated, the loathed Corinne. What? I hate Corinne. How do you feel about her? I think she is amazing. <laughs> Ridiculous! This she, is the producer in you saying that she's amazing. No, she's beautiful. She is quite pretty. I agree. She, she actually very rare looked better on day two than day one. Yeah, she she looks good with makeup. She looks good without makeup. Mm-hmm. She has a great job. She can formulate sentences well. <laughs> okay, great job. I'm glad you brought that up. She very much was like, I am rich. I'm I'm going to have a multi million dollar company. And then it was very hard to find details about this company. Yeah, what is it? I figured it out. From the help of the internet and people on Twitter, her family owns like a garage flooring company. What is that? Like I, I don't know. Like if, if you you know you need like you get like uh, wood for your kitchen. This is like anti wood. This is like for you to drive on, like because your car. So you can garage. like drip on it and it yeah. won't stain. Yeah, exactly. So it's a flooring company. So, that's a thing. Yeah, that exactly it is. Like that's the kind of thing that's like sneaky, really lucrative that people don't really think about. So she is she is rich. That is true. But like for, she just made it seem like she was. I don't know, some kind of like queen or princess from a different country or something. And she's not. I love her. <laughs> I well, don't know. She just got me. She was great. Like beyond 
the top was saying, whatever, that's not it. That's not it. Like from the first night, I just loved her. She's just like. So she's so aggressive? Yeah, she's, she's just like doing it. She's doing it right. She's not giving a fuck about anybody else. <laughs> that's nice. I guess. I mean, I suppose I'm happy for her, but because she, she's living her her dream of being on The Bachelor, which which I assume she's 24, maybe she's 25. So the, she's been watching the show at least for 10 years, if I had to guess. So she's yeah, probably been or like her entire life, essentially. Yeah, that's true. Nick is the 21st Bachelor. It's been happening for a long time. He's actually the 20th Bachelor, 21st season because Brad twice. Yeah. Fuck Brad. I hate Brad so much. Why? Oh my god, Brad seems like the kind of person that. Like, if you encountered him at the bar and you got into a fight, he would have to exit because otherwise he would, like, hit you. Like, he just strikes me as someone with an anger problem. He's so sweet. Brad? Yeah. Come on. When I go to Austin, he, we stay with him, and he's great. What's he up to these days? That I don't know exactly. I think he's still just, like, you know, dominating the bar scene in Austin. There was one good thing about Brad, which is he had, like, a funny video of him dancing in the car with his twin brother. He's yeah, a twin, he, right? Yeah, he's a good dude. Brad and... Chad. I Brad think. and Chad? I think oh so. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. You're the only person I know who likes Brad Wilmack. Thank you. But uh, congrats. I'm also the only one who likes Corinne. Yeah. Okay, so back to Corinne. <laughs> Correct. No one likes her. All of the girls hate her. Most notably, she started having a fight this week with Taylor. And and shockingly, it was kind of um, of Taylor's making and not Corinne. Taylor's the one who looks a little Kayla-esque, who is from Washington, who's a mental health counselor. And she, um, in her opening package, like talked about how she's biracial. Right. And talked about all her credentials last night. Right? Yes. Yeah. She's like, I went to Johns Hopkins. She was, it was like a laundry list of credentials. And right. she and Corinne, she, she thought that Corinne's behavior was like, um, addressed towards her. Like she assumed that Corinne's antics were to like take Taylor down a notch. And to me, it was very fatal attraction. I could just see Taylor over the pot, cooking a rabbit, you know, on like a chilly day. <laughs> I'm worried about Taylor. <laughs> Those are like the two types of people that just don't mix well. Sure. Right? The well, like yes. Miami blonde party girl and the intellectual, what does she do? It's a mental health counselor. Yeah. yeah. She probably sees some red flags. I have, so, I have some real problems with Taylor's so-called credentials because like mental health counselor is not a thing. It's like a guidance counselor or like a mental health professional or a therapist. Mental health counselor is just not a thing. <laughs> and so even though I don't like Corinne, I kind of on her side in this one because Taylor just seemed very insane. She might be her own mental health counselor. Yeah, it was, a, it kind of bummed me out because those are like actually Taylor is also in my like top five faves just really? from these first two episodes. Yeah. What makes a favorite for you? <clears throat> like, there's like someone you enjoy or someone you think is going to go far? Uh, well, well, I mean, my criteria is different now that I'm just watching as a fan. Sure. And so as a fan, I, it's like I'm living, I'm living vicariously through Nick and I go, okay, <laughs> well, which of these women would I want to date? <laughs> and those are two that I totally want to date. I can't believe Taylor's out there. Taylor's 23. She's too young for Nick. Well, she's too young for me, but that's not the point. Like, that, she's not necessarily too young for Nick. It's I think it's good. Nick is drawn to these like strong professional is. women. That is true. He likes a woman with a job. Yeah. He, he doesn't like the. And I actually think that these women all have kind of impressive resumes, at least more so than usual. This is the best group of women that I can remember. <laughs> it's like two nurses, two business owners, at least two nurses. Right? Yeah, at least two. Yeah, a couple of lawyers. I mean, yeah. it's pretty impressive. It's great. And Corinne, she's a millionaire. Um, okay, we're just not even really getting into the meat of Corinne. Let me explain what happened. So Corinne goes on the group date, and the group date is classic bachelor move. First of all, the photo shoot, which is like, I'm not even going to ask you why that's a thing. I know why it's a thing, because it makes these people who are already exhibitionists like be like lean into their exhibitionism. And that's exactly what happens on this, on this photo shoot. They all were like different kinds of brides that were being photographed with Nick. And Brittany who was, like, really kind of just, like, not noteworthy at all, was designated as the Adam and Eve bride. Oh, yeah. So she was just wearing, like, a leaf bikini bottom, and then she was using hair extensions to cover her breasts. Breasts became a real focal point of this episode very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> um, and some of the brides got really shafted. Like, Vanessa had to be the 80s bride, and she just, like, was all covered up, and that's just, like, not fair. But she had a great moment when they were, like, all walking down the steps, and there was kind of that, like, yeah. 80s tune. Like, that was a nice moment. Yeah, she let, she let it. She kind of, like, led the brigade of brides, if you will. Yeah. It, what really sucked was that some of the women had bridesmaids. 
Yeah. That was really mean. That was so mean. Especially when they're like looking on and he's like kissing another girl and you're just like, oh. There were 15, I think there were like 15 women, give or take, on this date. It was a big group date because he still has 25 women. Or he's 22, actually. 22. And like this was like, this was the A team, though, as compared to that other date. Yeah, absolutely. The other date, which we'll talk about later, was all. All secondary. Yeah. Like, just none of them are going far. None of them. But yeah, the, all of the heavy hitters were on this one. You got Alexis from Secaucus. Corrections desk. Last week I said Secaucus, and I was making fun of her because I'm from New York. And in New York, we say Secaucus. But apparently in New Jersey, they say Secaucus. So it's not even a joke. That, How were you even alerted to this? Um, from many people telling me I was wrong. And from going to Wikipedia, which has the correct pronunciation listed. <laughs> and I just want to say I'm all in on Alexis. She's the dolphin slash shark girl. Just because she's fun to watch. Yeah, because she's ridiculous. She was in the in the um, blooper at the end of the episode. Did you see that? The cupcakes. The cupcakes. They were, had Praise cupcakes. Praise the Lord. To celebrate a... her breast implants. One yeah. year. Congrats, Alexis. Oh, man. That was amazing. Good for her. Yeah. I just like that. I mean, she's obviously not winning, but she is fun. Yeah. And it just seems like everyone out there just like doesn't give a fuck. They're just being themselves. And that's great. It's crazy. It's kind of weird. Are you surprised by the level of like, or the lack of inhibition that we're already seeing? I think it's like, it's about time. Like, that's what it should be. Just go and be yourself and not be all worried about everybody around you. That is what worked for Nick, after all. Why why we're seeing him on a fourth season of this franchise. Totally. He's always, he's always himself. Yeah. Which is, which is why he's likable. And I think why he likes women like Corinne. So Corinne is like be, like Beach Bride, and first of all, she's not wearing a Beach Bride outfit. Beach Bride is like a like a casual wedding, like long wedding dress. It's like kind of like, like yeah, flowy. Exactly. We've we've all seen it in a magazine. Corinne right. is wearing a just a bikini top and like a like a wrap around her waist, and um, she does she. I, I don't remember how she wins. Like by what criteria? Well, the photographer shows who the, he was right. amazing. <laughs> the <Come> photographer's <laughs> name was Franco Lacosta. Yeah. And I Googled him, obviously. There's two Franco Lacostas out there. So one is like a designer who uh, has like a some menswear line who uh, on the website says the brand's aesthetic combines flawless finishes and refined fabrics into, design, into designs that allow our customers to freely express exactly who they want to be. Now, I could see that being this Franco Lacosta, like someone on the Bachelor franchise, can't you? He was rocking an incredible outfit. Yeah. So. Okay, but he's not a designer. <laughs> so he, in fact, links to the wrong Franco Lacosta page on his own Instagram. That's from FrancoLacosta.com. FrancoLacostaCreative.com is who we saw on the show. And he does not link to that. He links to the other one? <laughs> yes. What a business move. <laughs> I know. It's incredible. And I know this because the one who who we saw on TV last night um, has a LinkedIn page that says TV personality and beauty and fashion expert. And that's different. If you're if you have your own line, you put that on your LinkedIn. I just liked his sunglasses, his outfit, his whole thing. He was killing it. He seemed like an actor. Yeah, he seemed like a f- fashion photographer. Like, ooh, yeah, ooh, uh-huh, yes. I think that's only what fashion photographers are like in our mind. I don't know if they're really like that. On TV. On TV, yes. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a TV fashion photographer. Sure. I buy it. I believe sure. it. So he was like, you know, doing all these weird photo shoots. This was definitely not my favorite photo shoot of the of the ba- in Bachelor history. There was one where they wore wedding dresses and they jumped in for the under underwater wedding shoot. That was the Caitlyn, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, that was cute. You like ruined, ruined the clothes. It, there's, it's like a thing called wreck the dress. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's like when people... <laughs> do photo shoots and they like ruin dresses by going in water oh, no. yeah we did that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a thing Caitlin, I think Caitlin did it with Sean or someone with um Clint Clint right you're right yep. do you have like really good recall for everything that happened while you were working on the show sadly no but like things pop up you know like mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'll go oh I remember that moment but it varies Clint uh, I knew Clint. Clint, yes. Don't I, ask me anymore. I think he was like, was he part of the bromance that developed Clint yeah, and, and JJ? JJ? JJ's like still in the mix. He seems like really embraced by Bachelor Nation. He ma- he's a, he makes great efforts to stay involved and is a very <laughs> great guy. <laughs> very diplomatically said. Okay, so Corinne gets in the pool with, with Nick and um, decides to take her top off and recreate the Janet Jackson CD cover. So that means that he's behind her holding her breasts and yeah. she's like his bare hands on my bare bosoms um, I was feeling for him there a little bit I, 
Because I was like, yeah, explain he's, why. That's like a really hard position to be in for him, where she's going like, okay, put your hands on my breasts right now, and everyone's watching, and and it's like, well, is this is this for the photo? Should I do this for the photo? Do I is this like am I totally crossing a line? But she's saying it's okay. Yes, this is our art. What are we doing? I don't know. I felt bad. <laughs> I felt bad for him, too. He doesn't like to say no to these women. I can already tell. He likes to kiss them. Sure. We all know Nick likes to kiss and have sex. There's yeah. no question about that. Good for him. I mean, he obviously just, like, really loves women, which I'm happy for him He's on The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> because he loves women. He's he's built for this. But it's just uncomfortable. All of the girls are, all the other women are, like, 20 feet away. Max just watching this happen. Yeah. Some of their reaction faces were like, oh, they really they really felt that. The best reaction, shout out to the producers, was Haley, who was drinking the Moscow Mule in the copper mug, and she was just throwing it back. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it made me really like Haley. As a vodka drinker, I was like, yeah, girl, that's what I would be doing, too. I was wondering if they really had Moscow Mules in there, because I was like excited to see those nice copper mugs. Yeah. But it, it could have just, you know, who just, knows? Just been the cup, like, and just drinking wine. Yeah. But other people had wine. They were just in wine glasses. That's true. That was weird, but I really lo- I really liked it. I love Moscow Mules. Me too. Yeah. What a great drink. The problem with with any with vodka and then like any like ginger ale, I pineapple my 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 go-to drink is vodka soda slash pineapple. Anything that's um vodka, a little like soda, you know, carbonation, a little sweetness, you just get blacked out. Like just very fast to black out. What's in that cup? That's just water, I swear. But, like, it's really easy just to lose track of how many you've had. You just throw them back so easily. And that's what I think what Haley was going for. She was like, why am I trapped in this wedding dress hell? Is that what you would do on this day? Um, I would. I don't like costumes. I don't like dressing up, so I'd be a really poor participant. I would probably, like, be uncomfortable and get attention by crying because I didn't want to do a date or something. But do you ever, like, put yourself in those shoes and, like, Is actually that a joke? think about Of course I do. Okay, good. Yeah, Yeah, of that's what I was saying. Like, when I'm like, oh, I was thinking about, like, what it must be like for Nick in that moment. Like... That's that's the way to watch this. I do hate Corinne, and I would hate Corinne. Oh. I just hate that kind of woman. I just do. She's just like too. I, I mean, that's horrible. I shouldn't hate any woman, but she's too aggressive. And so, like right now, are you judging me for liking her? No, I'm not surprised at all. Of course, that's one of the reasons she's hated by other women because right. it works, right? So that's like, and that's we're already seeing that happen. The women have all turned on her. Yeah. Taylor the most. Well, she's. I mean, look, she's not helping herself. No, that's for sure. No, she's not. So after uh, after she wins, I don't really know what she got. Just like more time with Nick, but usually they send people home. But I don't really know what her win meant. That they she wrote got more off, pictures. They rode off together in the uh, just married car, right? Yeah, and they got like a little driven extra time. by Franco Lacosta. <laughs> Well, we know he's got a driver's license. That's great news. <laughs> I wonder, they the girls arrived at the date in three or four separate cars. I think it might have been four, actually. There's so freaking many of them. I was wondering, like, how they decided who drove, like, how that's designated. I don't know if you can answer that. It might be too insider. Uh, it, it varies. Okay. I mean, I don't, th- I don't think there's any real rhyme or reason to that because it's... I, mean, I would be like, I'm driving. Move over, girls. Yeah, or if you, you want to make sure that, like... No one's had anything to drink that right. day. Right. Because sometimes people wake up and have mimosas and things. So right away. That's yeah. like, you got to be like, okay, no, if you know that date's happening, you got to make sure there's at least four women who are not drinking in the morning because right. they gotta, Interesting. someone's got to drive. Yeah, when Ben and Lauren came here a couple months ago, they're just, I was like, what time does drinking start? Like one? They're like, no. <laughs> 9.30, 10? They're like, yeah, right away. It just depends. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on who it is, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was not even the, the end of the Corinne tour de force, though. So she's naked for everyone to see at the at the uh, date. And then they have the cocktail party. And I believe the cocktail party is, like, on a rooftop somewhere downtown. So many downtown rooftops. I didn't know they were all available. It's really weird. I think it's, it's, it's hard to figure out a place to bring in... 15 people privately for a party. Sure. And L.A. does not have enough outdoor drinking, like in general. There's right. not enough outdoor bars, so I don't get it. Have you ever been to Tenants of the Trees in Silver Lake? No, but this has just been coming up a lot in my world lately. Oh, because it, it would be a great location for a bachelor date. What, really? Yeah, it's indoor-outdoor. There's a performance space. So you could do some kind of culminating. Like, they could have the date. Like, this is what they could have done at Tenants of the Trees that I think would have been great. You could, you can weigh in as a producer. So, so Corinne wins. She drives off with ben, with Nick, whatever, fine, fine. Then they have the cocktail party. And 
what would have been really mean if you do it at a place like Tense or the Trees is there's like the indoor, the outdoor, then the regular, like, oh, can I steal you? Oh, can I borrow you? Fine. And then at the end, you reveal there's some great performance waiting for Corinne. That's her reward for winning. And then like the, uh, Nick and Corinne go into the performance space. And everyone else has to just like sit around and wait, and, like hear what's happening. That's <laughs> but good. not be part of it. So it'd be really mean. I think didn't Desiree take a guy like I think Desiree did that with a guy on a group date. I think I th- that sounds familiar. Des had a really high number of private concerts. Yeah, I think she took. It was, she actually took Chris. I think who she ended up, or who I know she ended up with. I think he was the She's, one she took on isn't that. Isn't she one. pregnant or with or like have their baby? She or has something? a baby. Yeah, they're like really together. Yeah. He was great. He seems so like normal. He's a very normal guy. Yeah, you could tell. I was, Normcore Chris. <laughs> I'm happy for them. They're big Seahawks fans. Yeah. So he's from Seattle. She seems like she just adopted his life. Like she just was like, okay, I'm ready. Well, she was sort of like a wanderer, right? Wasn't yeah. she? A- yeah, Des was a wanderer. She was just looking for someone to take her in. Let's get back to Corinne, though. So Corinne at the final cocktail party, first of all, was wasted. She was so drunk the whole time she was there. And she kept interrupting all the other dates. Like, she got three, like, one-on-ones with Nick before anyone else got any. And that's when Taylor, Fatal Attraction Taylor, really started to lose it. Like, she was just so pissed that Corinne was interrupting. So um, at one point, Nick says to Corinne, I've been really impressed with you, which which to me really stood out because <laughs> that's like admitting that it's a competition. You know, it's sort of like telling like a draft prospect, like great, great stuff from you. Like, you know, your your shooting looks really good. <laughs> I think but I think he sees a lot of himself in her. Right. Like that's those are total Nick moves. Nick showed up at Andy's hotel room in yeah. Belgium or something. You know, what I mean, like that was his thing. He would like dis- he would just do it on his own and sort of disregard recommendations from everybody else. <laughs> and I feel like that's what she's doing, so that's cool. I guess. Although it's just hard it's it's hard to imagine that um the people like who are making the show aren't like really pleased with what she's doing cuz it's great television. I mean like here I am I've been talking about her for like almost 20 minutes. She's and but like it's just I don't know. I can't stand her. So he, t- he tells her that she's doing really well and they make out, of course. A lot. I mean I can't believe that it's episode two and Nick hasn't had sex. I thought he would. I think episode three, it's got to happen. How many people has he made out with so far? Uh, almost like all of them. Feels like it. A lot. Like yeah. it must be some kind of record or something like by him. I don't know. It's it was, great. It was just impressive. He seems like he's having a lot of fun. You can also tell it's very hot. And I remember when they were filming this, there was a heat wave in LA and it like really shows. <laughs> They're all like not really that clothed. It really was obvious in the Danielle date because he was sweating so much during that one. We'll talk about that one later. But um, yeah, Corinne, she just dominated this too. And she she started talking to the camera like in third person at one point where she was just, she just was like explaining how she's so classy. When Corinne does stuff, it's really classy. Oh, yeah. And when Taylor interrupts, it's just rude and directed at like her. Like Ricky Henderson. Yeah, it's great. The best. <laughs> I, I'm happy that we have a full-fledged feud coming. Like you can tell Taylor and Corinne are going to keep going at it because... Corinne needs some kind of oppositional force to keep her even, like, somewhat. We need some balance in the universe. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and it seems like they're kind of, like, they're going to gear up against her. It feels like that's where everything is going. At least she's, like, the villain. It's, I get that sense. Well, whether she's the villain, she's the front runner, right? Yeah. Everyone is sort of intimidated by her, so. I was surprised she got the, the rose on the group date. It's hard to tell what the criteria was because it was uh, it was Franco Lacosta <laughs> making the choice, right? Like Franco. No, was... he didn't give out the rose. Ro- Nick gave her the rose. Oh at, oh, at the party. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was talking about the. No, at the cocktail party. Like I was just surprised. I really thought Taylor was going to get it after listing her laundry list of um, accomplishments. But maybe it's good. Maybe it like shows all the other women like it's okay to just be aggressive and come f- come come you know steal time with me get what you want yeah and that's what Taylor did that's why I thought she was gonna get it I thought if she was like gonna be like rewarded for going to the Corinne playbook but no he's he's into Corinne I'm into Corinne god I guess I guess a lot of people are she's not the true villain yet anyway because Liz is at least this week's villain and we're gonna actually call Jade to talk about Liz yes 
every year I make a New Year's resolution to eat better. I know, me and everyone else, but it seems like there's always an excuse for not eating healthy, so I need to make a resolution. This year, to set myself up for success, I'm going to go with Sun Basket. Sun Basket gives you everything you need to cook delicious organic meals in your own kitchen in just 30 minutes or less. That's really crucial. I'm very impatient when I'm hungry. With pre-measured non-GMO ingredients and easy-to-follow directions, it couldn't be easier. Sun Basket offers paleo, gluten-free, and vegetarian meal options, and there are even breakfast options for early birds. For those of us in need of a January reset, Sun Basket's lean and clean meals are made with whole, unprocessed organic ingredients and contain no gluten, dairy, corn, or added sugar. They're designed to detox without depleting your body of nutrients. Have a healthy new year with Sun Basket. Go to sunbasket.com slash bachelor today and get your first three meals free. Again, that's sunbasket.com slash bachelor to get three healthy, easy to prepare meals for free. sunbasket.com slash bachelor. All right, now back to the show. We happen to have on the phone Jade Roper, who you probably know from Crystal's season of The Bachelor, from her time in Bachelor in Paradise, and the much-discussed Jade and Tanner's wedding. Jade, hello. Hey, yeah, no problem. Um, I'm, Hi, Jade. This is Pete Scalatar. Yeah, surprise guest for you. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jade, your friend Liz was the star of last night's Bachelor. Your wedding, the, the phrase Jade and Tanner's wedding was said like a minimum five times. It was insane. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I'll take it, but it, <laughs> it was it was it was quite the episode. <laughs> um, OK, so I just have so many questions about how Liz ended up on the show. Did she yeah. did she want to be on the show before she knew Nick was the bachelor or did she go specifically to reconnect with Nick? She specifically went to go to reconnect with Nick. However, I was always encouraging her to go on the show just because I had such a positive experience. Yeah, you met so Tanner. Like yeah, I mean, it wasn't like the first time I was like, Liz, you should really do the show. But um, when she found out Nick was The Bachelor, she was like, I'm going to make a video. And that's kind of how it happened. And I sent the video over to some producers because it was like two weeks before the show started filming. And I mean, that's kind of just how it happened. And had they not, had she asked you for his number at any point in the nine months between your wedding and when filming began? Um, you know, I guess kind of like she started seeing somebody kind of in the spring. And so, I mean, obviously he wasn't on her mind, but she actually um, worked for a charity and I did a big fundraiser in Kansas City in August. And she was like, you know what? She was like, um, will you, because I, I had a bunch of, bunch of bachelor family come. I was, she was like, you ask Nick for me because I kind of want to see him. I was like, oh, really? And so I reached out to him and he wasn't able to make it because there were big things in the works. And um, so kind of in a, you know, roundabout way, she was like trying to reach out to him, but it just, you know, it just didn't work out. How, I don't know if you've spoken to her, but how is she feeling about the edit she's received so far? I mean, she's pretty frustrated. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And rightfully so. I think I think you she know? comes off like um, like who she is. I don't know her that well, but I hung out with her at your wedding. Yeah, yeah. it's weird how. You know, I... Sorry, go ahead, Jane. Oh, go ahead. No, go you go. I'll go after. I just think I think she was just frustrated that the whole like we had sex thing was so emphasized and kind of like played out when uh, she does have so many like great, you know character traits and she's an amazing human I feel like people got to see more of the authentic side to her when she actually read that letter to Nick in front of all the girls even though it was super awkward I felt like that like she felt like she needed to speak her truth about it you know what I mean sure yeah that I have the, the letter was interesting I was wondering how long she spent on it like when did she write it was it written <laughs> for the date was it written before that because it was pretty epic and also I, I just want to say it was well written good job but good job, Liz. Yeah, I, you know, from what I know, I think she just wrote it then and there. I think they had a little bit of time to get their skits together to have, you know, to break up with Nick. And I think that's kind of the route she took. Right. They, it made it, yeah. it seemed like she pretty much only talked about her and Nick to Kristen, like the entire time she was in the house. It seemed like that was like the focal point of what, <laughs> what was going on for her. I'm sure that wasn't the case, but it definitely seemed that way. Um, yeah, I mean, I do know that when she got into the house, that was pretty much anything and everything that was like, you know, all of her interviews kind of surrounded that. And that was kind of her storyline. And, and so I feel like even though it looks like that's all she talked about, I'm sure there was other things that she talked about, but 
No one wants Speedos. It's not it's not the juicy drama. Sure. Are you surprised at how Nick res- has responded to her? Because he hasn't really been that positive. Like, I, I thought, I think, I thought that she would be on for more than two episodes. I mean, I honestly thought she would be on for two, more than two episodes. Otherwise, I would have told her, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I told her to hold on to that storyline for as long as possible. I said, you know what? Keep it to yourself. Don't tell anyone until you're comfortable. Don't do Don't talk to Nick about it until you're completely comfortable. Um, but it's hard when you're in there and you're so nervous. But I feel like Nick, I mean, I wish he would have handled it differently. I'm actually, I am friends with Nick. So I was like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> um, like, I felt like he, he was like, it was almost like he was embarrassed. She was there and he didn't know how to get rid of her the right way, but he was just trying to get rid of her. He, he looked, look at her. He looked pissed during her speech at the, on the <laughs> date. Like I, I didn't know Nick could look that angry. It was like, like if he looked wounded when he was um, confronting Andy, he was like furious when uh, Liz was confronting him. I saw it more as just like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> yeah, I mean there was that too, but she was just blowing up his spot in front of all these women who were like, "Is this real?" Well, I mean, he didn't give her the time of day. He wouldn't. I mean, they were at the museum. He wouldn't even look at her. She was trying to talk to him and he was acting like she was some sort of disease. So maybe she was like, you know what? I'm just going to put this out here. <laughs> you don't want me here. So this is how I'm going to take control. I don't know. That's that's me totally putting words in her mouth. But do you think she would have left if, I if, he hadn't, if he hadn't dismissed her? Yeah, I feel like she would have. When she got home and she called me, she was saying like she didn't feel like there was any chemistry when she saw him again and that. She felt rejected already. Like he had his walls up the minute she walked in. So there was just, I think she would have left. It's tough. That's a tough spot yeah. for both of them. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I do see both sides. It's just kind of awkward. Um, what do you say to the people who say that she only went on because she wanted to be on TV? That, I mean, then you can say that about any and every single Bachelor contestant. Certainly can say it's about Nick. Unique- I mean, yeah, fourth time around, you can't just say, like, I mean, obviously, I understand anyone who takes the lead because it's a great opportunity and it's a unique experience. And every once in a while, someone does find love. But if you're saying that about Liz, you have to say that about every contestant. That is true. That is true. It was with, I think with her, the, the problem was that uh, it just the like the gap, like the nine month gap seemed like hard, like hard to for him to ignore if you're in his shoes. But I, I mean, I certainly get it. They kept harping on the nine months. I thought, like, I was waiting for some kind of... Uh, a child? Like, yeah. Like, and Liz would be like, and Nick... Oh, by the way. We have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> that would really cram his bachelor style. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the nine months thing was definitely his angle. I'll tell you. I'll what do you, what do you mean? People, I mean, that was, the, that was his angle that he was going to, like, keep saying to her to, like, protect himself. It's like, oh, well, why haven't you called me in nine months? But, I mean... You have a one night stand with somebody and you're drunk and maybe it was really awkward afterwards. Maybe she was still drunk when he asked for her number and she was just like, no, like, don't worry about it. And then she, you know, got to thinking about him, but she dated someone in the spring. Like, it's not, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he obviously was doing his own thing too. That's true. I mean, he's, you know, and now he's the bachelor and he was in paradise too. Right. It was, it was tough. I, I think that she didn't handle the questioning from him that well, but that's okay. I wouldn't handle that well either. When he was, I will, I will agree. I feel like she kind of shot herself in the foot. Yeah, <laughs> she did. I felt, I felt like she, but I, I really feel like his wall was so up and she felt really cornered and she just wasn't, I feel like she felt like she was on the defense and she just couldn't answer anything right. And she kept just digging herself a hole. Um, but it was so, I mean, she just, I don't think she, I feel like her heart was probably pounding a million times a minute. Like, she didn't know what to do, but um, I agree. She could have handled it much better, but I think she could have, too. Who was partying harder at the wedding, Nick or Liz? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I would say Nick because all the bridesmaids were with me getting ready, and I know there was, like, an open bar for two hours before the ceremony even started. So I think I think everyone was drunk before I even walked down the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) Was that your only wedding or did you have like a different ceremony like or some kind of celebration that was not shown on television? No, that was my real wedding. I mean, besides the TV part, it actually felt like my wedding. It was beautifully done. Um, 
I mean, besides like it being strangely on TV, it was it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah, thought, it was great. Yeah. You guys are such a success yeah. story. It's pretty crazy. Sometimes it's weird to think about. We feel we feel pretty normal now, but <laughs> it's definitely crazy. Do you have other friends that you're going to recommend they go on The Bachelor? I don't know after this. <laughs> Would you tell uh, Liz to go to Paradise? You know, part of yes. me said yes. Yeah, you think so, Pete? Of course. Why not? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Not my decision, but. <laughs> I mean, that's where you met Tanner. <laughs> I know. And Paradise is so different. It's much more relaxed you can just kind of like fill out who you like it's so different um i would like to say yes i think she should go on it because i would like people to see the person that i that i know and i would like her to find somebody and i know that there's other ways to find people but it maybe it's just because it's so special to me that i would like her to go who else from this current season would you like to see in paradise um corinne she's amazing (laughs) (laughs) do you think everybody do you think she's amazing TV or do you like her? Because we just talked about her for like 25 minutes. Oh, you did. I, um, okay. She's like so terrible. It's so good. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you almost just have to like like it because, I mean, anyone who's just like that, you just have to kind of respect it. I find myself watching her and being super annoyed, but a smile on my face. Is that weird? <laughs> no, I, I get it. I mean, you're, you're through the system too. Like you get, you understand why we, ha- why Corinne is the way she is. Like, I, I think you probably get it having been on the show. Yeah. I mean, if I would have been on the same season as her, I would have hated her, <laughs> but I think she's great TV. She is good TV. She's keep, she's certainly keeping us busy. I could like barely keep one thought straight when talking about her. Cause she's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other updates from you and Tanner? You guys going to be back in paradise yourselves? Some cameos? You guys are kind of like the wise I mean, married couple. Yeah, I mean, I would I would always go back. It's fun. I like I like being there and seeing the new couples and being a part of the bachelor family, but I don't know. I mean, it's always up to the show whether they they want to see us again or not, but nothing really big happening right now in our lives. We I mean, we always talk about it. We're building a house. It's taking forever. Tanner just got me a horse for Christmas. Oh my God, Tanner! <laughs> so we're, t- yeah, I know. So we're taking on that. How extravagant! Uh, How are Carly and Evan doing? They're so good. We were. I was just in like wine country and like Napa with Carly, and we were kind of shopping wedding venues. So Whoa. they're good. Yeah, That's great. yeah. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Maybe Liz can go to their wedding too and meet someone there. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thanks for calling, Jade. We appreciate the insight. Yeah, of course. It was great talking to you. Thanks. Bye, Jayra. Bye, Pete. One thing we did not discuss with Jade, but I just need to address here. <clears throat> Liz's final romper that she was wearing when she got dismissed. Oh, that, yeah, because that back tattoo, that back tattoo is a monster. Massive. Yeah. It is really big. I wonder if she knows how big it is. Like, not like she can see it, so she might not be aware. When you, and we see it from far, I was like, I wanted to know what it is because it's so big that it it begs the question of like, it was what? weird. Is it covering something up? I was wondering if it covers up a different tattoo. I don't know. It looks like a wreath, but like for motorcycle people or something. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't really a biker know what that wreath. is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't really know what that means. But that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> you know, like all these pissed off bikers. Like, what's what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's what it reminded me of. It was one of the worst outfits, and I was upset because I liked Liz's opening night dress a lot. thought she looked really good. Yeah, she looked totally different. In, in, in like, that. every shot, yeah, almost. Yeah. There, she, did, she did get a pretty ridiculous cut. Like, there was um one scene where she, you hear her voiceover talking from an interview talking about uh, her and Nick, and she's, like, chopping stuff with someone sleeping behind her on the floor. So I don't know if you remember this. You actually can read about it on the ringer.com and Roger Sherman's recap, which is very funny. And it just makes her seem like a psychopath. She's like chopping some fruit with some girl just passed out behind her on the floor. And it's just Liz as like the other girls are socializing. She's on her own. And it was it was rough. It was so funny, though. Great job by the show. It's very well, it's just very hard to chop anything and and have people not assume that you're you're contemplating murder or something. <laughs> right. Especially because on her um like her online form or whatever her her application it says like she had this line but like I would never one thing I would never want to do 
and blank, and it, for her, it said kill someone. So <laughs> it's a really weird compliment. You've done your homework. <laughs> you know, this is my trade, yeah. bachelor. Gotta gotta do your research. Bachelor, basketball. Yeah, and one other B, Battlestar Galactica. Just kidding. Um, Liz had to finally leave the show because uh, Nick sent her home, saying that was it for them. And they were at a nightclub at Hollywood and Highland, which um, was empty because they had probably secured it for filming. So then Liz walks out of this empty mall slash club. And it's so sad. I can't think of any place worse to be broken up with than in Hollywood and Highland. Just cruising down Hollywood Boulevard. Horrific. Just yeah. awful. The El Capitan Theater across the road. And like just so all these bright lights around you. But like that intersection at night is like sad because it's kind of deserted. It's just it's not cool. Yeah. A couple it, tourists and like a dude in a spot. Spider-Man costume. Yeah, or like um, a tin tin man from uh, Wizard of Oz. And that's it for Liz. And now she's really cleared the way for Corinne to be the one and only villain. But you Bachelor people like Corinne. So it's kind of crazy. She's sort of like Ashley Eyes, kind of who she reminds me of. Who I also love. Yeah, and I was going to say, I've come around on her, though, because she's um, become more of like a character. character. Well, here's the thing. She's smart. And she's unapologetically mm-hmm. herself, which is the same as Corinne. They just like they just they just do them. Were you were you <laughs> bummed out that Corinne's sister? Or, sorry, Ashley I's sister wasn't more fun in Paradise. Uh, no, she. I think I can safely say, as uh, Lauren's a good friend of mine, she is a monster pain in the ass. <laughs> That definitely came across Laura and I, Laura Iacono. Is that their name? Iaconetti. Iaconetti. Right. Ashley Iaconetti. Yep. You're right. My bad. Um, I wanted more from her. She did let me down. So, Lauren. Yeah, but she she dragged her bags across the sand. Yes, that was ridiculous. So, what else do you really need? <laughs> That's true. That's true. One iconic moment like that was a lot. Yeah. Um, I also thought Liz had a pretty smile, so I'm going to miss it. Too bad. Liz... It's beautiful. Yeah. Let's yeah. get her in paradise. I'm going to start a campaign. Yeah. I, I think she needs some redemption, like Nick. Now we know that that's where you go for paradise. Like, I mean, that's where you go for redemption. Jade had like a kind of like a weird storyline, the whole Playboy thing. And then she goes to paradise and she just finds love. And now she's just like nice Midwestern bride. Yeah. Nick is now the bachelor after, you know, image rehab again in Mexico. Liz could be the next bachelorette. Who knows? Liz could be the bachelorette. She'd be a great bachelorette, I think. She's a nurse from Vegas. A doula. Sorry. A doula from Vegas. That's a great tagline. That's like the first doula on, on the show for it sure. It must be. Yeah. I mean, doulas didn't exist when the show started. What was that guy's name? Alex something? Like, it just did not. It wasn't a thing. It no, wasn't like a hip thing. No. People yeah. weren't eating their placentas back then. No. No, now it's all the rage, obviously. We, do. we have placenta pills. Yeah, of course. It's, yeah. Like, it's like almost like fairly standard. Probably like in New York and California, it's standard yeah. practice. <laughs> and I guess Las Vegas, because that's where she's employed. That is a, that's a weird place to be a doula. I think it's a weird place to live if you don't have a reason to live there, is my opinion. There's probably tons of pregnancies. Tons, yes. So tons. it's like probably like great tons of work as a doula. <laughs> Always employed. Maybe she could be the twins, Haley and Emily's doula. If one of them ever has a child. Their show was announced today. I heard about that. That's ridiculous. Are you going to watch that? Uh, probably. Oh, my goodness. I'm not. I'm just going to go on record saying I'm not watching. I don't believe you. I feel like you consume no. all things Bachelor. No, I'm not watching. Come on. No. I, first of all, I hope it doesn't show their house because I did not like their house. Too many weird photos all around. When they went to their house, it was like... I was just like, nope, this is not a filming location I approve. Let's leave. <laughs> and second of all, they're not interesting. I saw them on Ben and Lauren's show. They're just like, I don't know. I don't need them in my life. They're pretty funny. I don't, you're so soft on all these people. You meet them and then you like them. Of I know. Course, I spend tons of you time with hours them. Hours and hours. Yeah. Like, I know. And then you're like, how can you hate any of them? Unless they're like truly evil. Why would you hate them? Right. I, and none I, of them are evil. Right. It seems like mm-hmm. Caitlin Bristow was awesome. She's great. Yeah, I really like her. She yeah. seems very happy. I'm happy about that. Yeah, I, well, I saw. I didn't see her on Kimmel the other day, mm-hmm. but I saw like a lot on the uh, on the internet about yes. about her. Yeah, she seems like she's doing great. I think she doesn't like The Bachelor that much. That's what I've heard on the DL. You don't need to comment. Yeah. Let's move on from that one. Yep. Just like Liz is moving on from us. The only other date we haven't covered yet in this week's this week's podcast was Danielle's one on one. And it was like kind of irrelevant. All it was was sort of like background noise while Liz was in the foreground. Like 
they used Danielle's date to show, to make Liz seem crazy. So it seemed like the whole time he was off on a one-on-one, she just spent her time talking about Nick. Yeah, but didn't Danielle talk about some heavy stuff yes, with her that was, fiance? That was a lot for episode two. This is really sad, and I, I commend Danielle for being so open about it. Danielle yeah. was engaged, and she found her fiance overdosed on drugs, and he had died. Ugh. That's like pretty much one of the worst things that can happen to you. Yeah, that's about as bad as it gets. Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, I would probably go on The Bachelor too if I were her, because like, what? How else can you possibly think you're going to meet someone or like find love again if it's not like through extraordinary circumstances? Yeah, a helicopter to a yacht. That was it looked amazing. It's beautiful. Two Wisconsin, two Scotties. Is that what they're called? Uh, I think at the University of Wisconsin, that that's a term. Scotties, yeah. I've never heard that. <laughs> well, I like Danielle very much. She seems very nice, pretty normal, and she had seemed like a, to her. yeah. But I mean, she strikes me as like um, kind of like a hipster, LA yeah, hipster. She sure. like, doesn't strike me. She's different from the other women. She's a neonatal nurse. That explains it. Yeah, she also, I mean, there's a lot of, like, pregnancy-related jobs, I guess. But she just, I don't know, I liked her a lot. She seemed pretty normal. Nick Instagrammed a picture of them on a date together, which leads me to believe she doesn't win. Because that seems like it wouldn't be allowed. It was that date, though, Yeah, right? Yeah, but still. He's been he's been Instagramming a lot. I know, but it's actually an interesting turn. Like, he's sort of like, I don't know, I guess just because Nick is so, uh, such a... Um, anomalous bachelor it's sort of like the rules are changing for him a little bit like he talked to the women about how hard it is to be on a group date which I thought was actually like pretty nice like that was like a, a nice gentlemanly thing for him to do I love that and he said like I've done this and I never did it well right. so it's true don't... he didn't but that's like that's good it's, it's good for them to hear that because it's true and to pretend like oh that this everyone's first time like He's been around. He's been around the block, so he should share some of his experience. Yeah, I also like how he he makes he he kind of like normalizes the abnormality of it. You know, he's like, yeah, this is weird. Like, there's 15 of you and one of me. Yeah, he doesn't seem comfortable comfortable like hurting anyone's feelings, which is nice. Like, that's one of the reasons why with him and Corinne, it was like such a big deal is because Nick was obviously kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, and yet uh, you know they're all kissing, and it's like it's I know, just it doesn't a big... stop him from making out with anyone. I just want to say Ben wouldn't do that, but that's fine. Ben and Nick are very different. Humans. I know, I know. I love Ben so much; it's embarrassing. He hasn't like been on this show in so long, like on The Bachelor, and I still talk about him every week. Well, he was on episode one. That's true. I was happy to see him. Yeah, great guy. What do you think when you see like those four bachelors together? So happy you asked. Um, I don't understand why Chris Prince Farming keeps getting and getting the invitation. Like, why? What does he have to offer? He didn't win. I mean, he didn't. It didn't work out for him. He chose Whitney. Everyone knew they weren't going to stay together. He was boring on Andy's season. He, I, I think his tongue is like must be like oversized. I don't know why else he speaks so little. Like I just don't get it. It's really weird. I don't know why he's allowed to come back. Um, Sean Lowe, I've had a real reversal on him. I did not like him when he was The Bachelor, but now I think he seems like a lot more. He's like loosened up and he seems fun. And he's got a great new haircut. Yeah, he looks good. He's like hip. He, he, that's what I call the Jeff. Do you remember Jeff 1F? Yeah. I call, he start, kind of started that haircut for all these guys. He, he, who would have thought that he, Jeff would set the tone for all future <laughs> guys on The Bachelor? I also love Jeff 1F, but I, I don't know why. Um, I've heard some weird things about him too. Like he, he was really just there to be on TV. That's what I heard. It's hard to say. Uh, and no one's heard from him since. Although I once stumbled upon um, some random Instagram account of Tony Romo, a picture of like Tony Romo and Jeff 1F and like a couple other like random people. And they're like good friends. They're like skiing together in Colorado. It's really weird. That's a show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, and then Ben, I just think Ben seems like a really good guy. I don't think him and Lauren are going to make it forever. But I, I think they'll be together for a while because I bet neither of them like want to break up. I feel like those two can last forever. They're great. I liked her a lot when she came here. She seemed like actually quite cool. Yeah. Which made me both happy and sad. Because <laughs> it means you don't you won't get a shot with them. Yeah, exactly. But she seemed really cool. So like good for her that she's cool and good for him that he's got a cool girlfriend. Yeah. Slash fiance. Like that's great. He's but yeah, like- I, I don't know who I need to talk to, but I just need Chris Souls to go away forever. We're done with him. He contributed nothing to this franchise. The only thing he contributed was bringing Caitlyn along far enough to get her to be the Bachelorette. And yeah. she was a great Bachelorette. She was great. She had all of the sex. She she also really set the set the stage for Nick. She there. did. She really did. That's true. Without Caitlyn, we wouldn't have Nick. Yep. And I also wouldn't be expecting him to like go rogue the way that Caitlyn did. How did you feel about spending such a long time in Ireland when you were there? 
I thought it was great. I just thought it was weird that the show was in Ireland for so long. <laughs> well, I guess it was a little different. Everyone gets so used to like, okay, here's the format. And yeah. by this episode, you're in hometowns. But sometimes that just goes out the window, especially after this many seasons. That's true. And yeah, in the abnormal Nick situation. Right. Which tur- turned out great because here we are. Everybody wins. I, it's true. Everyone wins except for those of us who hate Corinne because she's not going away anytime soon. But you and Jade have made me realize that I'll probably come around on her. Yeah, Jade likes her too. So it's not just like a guy girl thing. No. Jade, but Jade, Jade sees both sides. Jade, having been through the through the ringer, if you will, she knows her value, Corinne's value, but she also like knows that Corinne sucks. I can't imagine having to be in the same room as Corinne. They've got so well. They have a lot in common, Jade and Corinne. Really? Name two things. Uh. <clears throat> wow, you seem uncomfortable. Uh, they've they've both so, sort of appeared topless on the show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, they both like Nick at, in some capacity. She, that second one's not so good. No. no. I Although I was surprised that, that Jay didn't seem like done with Nick. That's nice. Yeah, I don't think she's like taking sides like Liz is my friend and now I can't be friends with Nick. I just want to say that if I were Liz, I would ask Jade to do that. I'd be like, this guy embarrassed me on TV and he was rude to me. He's out. He has to be out for you too. As your maid of honor, I'm telling you he's out. I don't know. Liz needs to own the fact that she came on. She arrived with this in her pocket. I guess that's true. It is really hard to explain why she didn't contact him and thought this was the best way. Yeah. And her excuse of well, you were filling paradise just doesn't cut it. No. She could have she could have gotten to him if she had wanted to sooner, I imagine. Yeah. Also, it seems like perhaps she only likes to interact with him when drunk because why else like have Jade invite him to this party? Like as like her only means of getting in touch with him. <laughs> However, Nick is clearly getting sloshed on these dates, so I don't know. It's just, it was it's just the moment passed for them. Yeah. That's okay. Um Let's wrap it up right there. Great. Thanks so much for coming this week, Pete. This has been fun. I'm glad. Uh, Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week and check out all of our uh, podcasts on The Ringer. This year, set yourself up for healthy eating success. Sunbasket gives you everything you need to cook delicious organic meals in 30 minutes or less. Their lean and clean meals are made with whole, unprocessed ingredients for a detox that doesn't deplete your body of nutrients. Go to sunbasket.com slash bachelor today and get your first three meals free. Sunbasket.com slash bachelor.